like to say one more time, it's good to be here today. And we're getting started off in this year. I want you to turn with me to Matthew, the 14th chapter. And we're going to start in the 22nd verse there in just a moment. Very familiar scripture. And I've read this for many, a lot of time. I even I got a date here. It's got, I got right above it, August 31st, 1997. That's been 27 years ago, uh, I guess. Almost 20-something years ago. So I've, I know I've preached on it since then, but that's, I did the one time then for some reason. I wrote that date down. don't know why. But I want to, as we start off this new year, you know, uh, we all, we're always going to have challenges, you know. That's just part of life, but I'm so thankful today. If you're a Christian today, we have we have victory today through Jesus Christ. No matter what the situation may be, we have victory today. And I hope I could bring, and I'm going to read this scripture to you in just a moment. I hope I can bring it. It's a little bit different to the, than I ever have, maybe. I think, you know, the Lord this week was dealing with me with this, and uh hope I could bring a few points out that uh, will help us this year as we come into as we go in this year and, and, and face each and every day. And this story here is just like a very familiar, but let's start reading it in 14th chapter of Matthew, starting the 22nd verse. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into the ship and go before him to the other side while he sent his, the multitude away. And when he had sent the multitude away, he went into the mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. Now the ship was in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was strong, blowing against it, contrary. In the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when his disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. And straightway Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered, him, saying, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to bid me come upon thee into the water. And he said, to, said, Come. And when Peter came out of the, down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. And when he saw the wind strong, he was afraid and began to sink. And he cried, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hands and caught him and said unto him, O thou little faith, wherefore do thou doubt? And when they had, and when they were coming to the ship, the wind, the wind ceased. And they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, "Of the truth, thou art the Son of God." It is an amazing story. Amen. Let's go, to Lord, word of prayer right now. Father, today as we come before you once again, we just pray now as we open up through your word today, Father, do you let the power of the Holy Spirit just anoint us today, Father, prepare each and heart for this message today, Father. And I pray you just give me the words that we need to hear today, Father, and let your spirit move in this congregation. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I can say this is scripture is very familiar in the Bible, and it's got a lot of stuff in it. And you have to realize, you know, through this story, you know, how, and I think one of the things that sometimes we forget who we serve sometimes. You know, we're all human. We all doubt. We all, you know, when trouble comes our way, we begin to wonder. We begin to, mind begin to worry a little bit, you know, this or that. Because as a Christian today, we got it. We, we're bound for heaven. If you stay true to the race, we're bound to make it to heaven. I believe that today because no place in the Bible 
you can find out where Jesus lost a battle. Amen. How are you thankful for that? Amen. He overcome everything they threw at him. He overcome death. He rose from the dead. I believe that today. Amen. He made it back to the Father because of how you know that, Pastor, because I feel the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, because he said when he got back, he would ask the Father to send the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, to come back and dwell with us. And I believe it today because I feel it a lot of times, you know, and when I'm preaching or when somebody's talking to me or just sometimes when I'm by myself, I feel the comfort of the Holy Spirit. So I know he made it. Amen. And the Bible says, you know, he's going to prepare his place, but he said he'd come and get us one of these days. I mean, believe that. Amen. I believe that so. I believe his word is true. We find out through this story here, very, try to keep this as brief as possible here. The Bible says, you know, he, he told his disciples, he said, he told them to get, go to the other side. He said, well, he sent the multitude away. We know in the, before this, he had just got through feeding the 5,000 people. And they got in the ship and they was going to the other side, just as he told them to. And the Bible says, you know, he took disciples went, and he went into a mountain, you know, began to pray, you know. And we start reading this story here, you know, then it, the Bible said that Eden was calm. Now, now they came a storm upon the sea that they was on. And these was men that knew how to handle a boat because a lot of them was fishermen. And I hope you realize that they could handle a ship. But this is something, I guess, you know, that it was a strong storm. If you get this into your mind just a little bit and they got afraid, you know, sometimes the best people get afraid. Amen. I said the best. I don't mind the worst. Maybe the training, the profession they're in, or a situation, they get scared when you think they can handle it. You know, in this storm, you figured they could handle this ship, but I got to a point, you know, I think it's about to get out of control. But isn't it amazing today? God's always got a plan. Amen. He's always got a plan. He's told them to go to the other side, you know, and the Bible says here they started crying out for fear. You know, they were scared because of the storm that was coming up against them. And when you use that illustration, there's times a day that we get scared when storms come our way. You know, the disciples, you know, and I know this is just human and this is I'm reading this and it happened to you. I get to read the story of what happened. And sometimes in our life, you know, the story's going on. We can't see what happened at the end. We see what happened here. But if you get back for just a moment, Jesus told them to go to the other side. So there should have been a reason in their mind that they shouldn't go. They weren't going to make it to the other side. Amen. Think about it for just a moment. There's not a reason today that we should not think we're not going to win this battle. Amen. Not because of who you are, but because of who Jesus Christ is. Because we was, he was loved us enough to save us. You might want to talk about it for just a moment. But we're all humans and we are sometimes we mess up. And we forget who told us. We forget who saved us. We forget who the great I am is. And he told me to get to the side, you know, and this, this storm come and they begin to get scared. And you know, Christ showed up on the scene. And he said, you know, and he began to come in, coming in a way, you know, that, that uh, in a way that hadn't seen Christ happen or seen Christ come to him before. He was walking upon the problem that they was in. Stay with me just a moment. The Bible says he's walking up on the sea. The sea was what's trying to destroy him. 
The waves, you know, and the, and, the, and, the, and the wind and everything. The sea was rocking the boat, but Christ is walking upon the sea. There is not a problem in our lives today that we can't handle if we just let Christ take over. And it scared them. They didn't know, and we would have been the same way. Somebody would have been out there, you know, we'd been in the boat and somebody come walking across the water. Because that's not possible in the human minds. But somewhere in the Bible we read that with all things, all things are possible to him that believe. So he started coming across there and Peter seen him and they thought it was a spirit and they would cry out, you know, for fear. They said, don't be afraid. It's me. It's me. You know, sometimes in storms and lives and situations, Christ shows up and we can't even recognize him because we're so... I don't understand what I'm talking about. We're so out there, you know, we're so scared. But Christ showed up and he said, you know, he said, don't be afraid, it's me. So I'm telling you today, the storm that we're facing in our lives right now, if you just lean to Jesus, look to him, quote his scripture, speak the name of Jesus, don't be afraid. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Why? Because he's the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He has never lost a battle. And I'm here today to tell you, if you're a child of God, you're joint heirs with Jesus Christ, and you're not going to lose your battle today if you stay hold, stay true and hold on to his word. Amen. Amen. I believe that. Amen. So here we want to get to in this script in this point here. He said, Peter, if that's there, Peter said, if that's who you are, let me come out there. That took courage. Somebody said it kind of, kind, of, kind of crazy to do something like that. But you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge us to this today in this coming year as Oak Grove Church. We get comfortable in the, situa- in the surroundings that we are sometimes. That's what I'm talking about. We get comfortable in the pews that we sit in and everything's all right. But there's times, you know, the Holy Spirit cried out and tells us to do something. And we'll just sit there. But there's going to be times that we're going to have to say, you know, I know this ain't, this, ain't, this ain't humanly right in people's eyes, but I'm going to have to do what the Lord tells me to. Amen. Peter got out of the boat that he was comfortable. He wasn't comfortable scared, but he got out of something that was, he, was, he was being scared in. And he started walking up on the water towards Christ, where Christ was at. See, you know, and everybody, and I believe today, this is my opinion, this ain't biblical. No doubt, there was some disciples in the ship, or some of the people told him, he said, Peter, you don't need to do that. You can't make it. You can't make it. But he said, I'm going. And I'm here today to challenge you today. Sometime we just got to tell our friends we're going to go. Amen. We're going to do what the Lord says. See, then Peter began to walk out there on the water. And everything was fine because he kept his eyes focused upon Jesus Christ. I know what I'm talking about. That's the reason why today we need to surround ourselves with good Christian people. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Because other people will pull you different ways. Because the Bible says when he was walking on water, 
he saw the wind was strong. And he began to sink because he got afraid. How many of us today will be honest with ourselves? We don't sink because of the Lord. We sink because we're watching everything else. Amen. Make any sense to anybody? We're listening to everything else and we begin to sink. Why? Because we're looking around and said, oh man, what's the, this is a big problem. This is a situation I don't know how I'm going to get out of. This is, I don't know how we're going to handle this. We forget who told us to go to the other side. And I'm a, I'm a believer today that we got saved. Christ said, you know, get ready. Let's go to the other side. Amen. Other side, a place, called, a place called heaven. Does anybody want to go Amen. to a place called heaven? And Christ said we could make it to get to the other side. But he didn't say there wouldn't be a storm come by every once in a while. But he said, you know, he said, you know, I'll take you through it. I'll get you through it. Even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we don't have to stay there. We can go through it. You know what I'm talking about? We can get through it there. See, you know, as Peter began to sink there, you know, the Lord reached down, or Christ reached down and picked him, stretched forth his hand, the Bible says, and picked him up. Amen. See, Peter was just, all, just close to Christ. And when he started sinking, see, you know what the whole part of this story is? It's not how you walk up on the water. It's how you walk upon the land. Amen. Stay with me just a moment. I'll make the point. Peter walked upon this water. But let me tell you something. There's a situation, my personal, this ain't biblical, I believe. He got Peter and pulled him back up. I don't know how far from the ship they was. The Bible don't record it. But can you imagine the conversation they had on the way back? Think about it. I'll make you illustrations. You see a father today, you can go to ball games, and they're so proud of their kids. Sometimes they're not proud, but sometimes they are. I'm saying, you know, all but generally. In baseball, basketball, whatever it may be, sport may be. You know, and they're cheering them and all and this and that. But you know, most of the parents, I said all of them, but most of them, when they strike out or they miss the basket, most of them don't tell them how bad they've done. They try to cheer them up and pat them because they put the best foot forward and done everything that they could. Anybody with me? Amen. Can you imagine what Peter and Christ were talking about on the way back? Jesus, I don't believe, one moment told him, he said, Peter, I wish you'd never stepped out because you didn't make it. When he struck out, Jesus reached down, picked him up, and began to carry him back. Her foot him come back, walking upon the situation that it was. It's just not how you walk upon the water, it's how you walk upon land. See, this was just a point in Peter's life that's going to strengthen him and later in his life. We all know Peter messed up time after time after time again. But at least he had the courage to step forward and say, listen. You know, when he got out in the water, when he stepped out in the water, there's not a reason to warn me to believe this. He said, I ain't going to make it. Now, he might have thought that. I don't know. But he said, I got to go to where Christ is at. Amen. How many today wants to go 
with the power of the God and feel the presence of power so much. I remember, I'm going to share this. I shared this at this church a time or two. I'm here today, Brother Dwayne, to see a move of God Amen. across our young people. Wasn't it, wasn't it amazing? We've got a report this young man got saved. Amen. Hey, man, we, you ought to be so happy today. If you don't get nothing else, you've got a report today that's beyond what everything else. But you know, to feel the presence of God. God, I can imagine what Peter felt then when he's walking side by side with Christ and the communication that he had, how precious this was. And I believe personally, this ain't biblical, that's what got Peter through a lot of situations he had. His mind went back. You know, even when he denied Christ, the Bible says he went out and wept bitterly. But Christ never gave up on him. Amen. He picked him up. He said, I'm glad you went through, always through what you went through. See, Christ don't put us through situations to try to destroy us. He put us through situations to try to build us up. Amen. Anybody understand what I'm talking about? Do you believe me? Amen. He puts us through trials to try to strengthen us for the next problem that lies ahead of us because we got some storms coming. Amen. Hey, man, do you know what I'm talking about? We as a church got to realize we got a storm coming. But Christ told us to get to the other side. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. And there are going to be times this year you're going to have to step out of your comfort zone. And you may not make it to where you wanted to. Peter didn't make it all the way where he wanted to. But at least he tried. And Christ didn't let him down. Anybody understand what I'm talking about? We let Christ down, but he's not going to let us down. See, it's not how you walk up on the water. I don't repeat myself, but it's how you walk up on the land. Because when Peter got back months, a while later, who was the first one that stood up on the day of Pentecost? They listened. I got a story. Amen. I got a story. And I don't believe he'd had the story if he hadn't done what he'd done time after time again. That's in my opinion. He messed up, but he kept on going. He kept on going. No one here in the sound of my voice hadn't messed up, but you got to keep on going. You got to keep on going. You can't listen to the world. You can't listen to Satan. You got to listen to what Jesus said. We're going to make it. We're going to get to the side. We're going to make it to the side. Years ago, back when we had a program out here, Stephen Christians, years ago, somebody's heard me tell this story, and I'll tell it real briefly. We were starting that program the next day, the bar the following night. Jim's mother passed away. And I went down to his house and I started getting sick. I meant physically sick. I thought, man, this ain't got time. I can't got time for this. Let me tell you something. I don't know, I'm not, I ain't trying to push anything on you, but I, I was raised up Pentecostal and I'm, I'm been ordained through Baptist and I'm, I'm just a good, I'm just a Christian person. <laughs> I got a little bit of everything, but, but the main thing I got is Jesus Christ. I believe that we need the power of the Holy Spirit of God. If we didn't need it, Christ wouldn't send it to us. I ain't talking about the gifts, I'm talking about the presence of the power of the Holy Spirit. How powerful it is. I left third house, I don't know, about eight o'clock, and I was feeling so terrible. My head was split and I was busted. 
And I was driving a little Suzuki Samurai. It looked like a clown in one of them cars, you know. It wasn't a very big one. I started praying on the way home. You know, when you get in time and desperate needs, you start praying. Amen. You know, we, start, we need to be praying all the time, but just when you really get to praying. Amen. I left here and I was by myself. And I'll never forget it. I started praying. I know it didn't take a whole lot of the spirit to fill that samurai up, but it got full. I got a cold right before you get to 225, it goes to Hill Creek. I turned on that curve there, and I never felt the power of God like I felt Him in my life. Amen. And somebody's going to say, well, I don't believe this part, and that's between you and the Lord, or between you and God. You tell it to Him. But I know what I felt. I began to speak stuff that I couldn't understand. And I never felt like that in my life. How powerful it was. How powerful it was. I believe I could have walked on water that day, that night. How powerful it was. I felt Christ coming and getting me and saying, you know, we're going to make it through this. I woke up the next morning, it was five. We went through everything, went fine. I just want to tell, share that with me. Let me tell you something, the power of God is real. Amen. And it can get you through any situation that you're in today. Amen. And there's times that we're going through this year, we're going to have to step out and say, listen, I know I got, I, I got used to this situation. I got this and that. I got a problem. I just keep on facing it. I can't get victory over it. I'm here today to tell you we can have victory through Jesus Christ today. Do you know what I'm talking about? Amen. We can have victory through Jesus Christ. We can have victory through Jesus Christ. The power of God is real. It's real. You talking about going through a little storm. I'm going to tell this real quickly. And this happened this week. I got a, a report, or not a report. This something somebody said to me, to me. You know, a month or so ago, I had to do my classmate's funeral. That, you know, she shot herself and shot her son. You know the story. And I thought, man, I can't get through this. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. What am I going to say? This or that. But the power of God was so powerful through me that day. One of the brother-in-laws come to me this week. He said, you know, I don't know. He said, <laughs> he said, that was one of the best jobs I've ever heard at a funeral. He said, I don't know. Hey, he said, I know you're not the brightest light on the tree. <laughs> he said, I know I had to be God. And I agree with him. I agree with him. So what I'm trying to say is, God will get you through these storms. You understand me? You may not get accomplished. You may not come. You may not get that victory, or that Peter never made it to Christ. He made it very pretty close. But Christ picked him up and said, "Let's go back to the ship." And the Bible says, when he got back in the ship, the wind ceased. See, it could have just ceased before Peter got out, but it didn't. There was a purpose for that storm. Anybody believe what I'm talking about? There's a purpose for storms sometimes. We can understand it, and I don't think God wants us to understand it. But when he got back in, the wind ceased, and Peter had something 
See, it's not how you walked on the water, it's how you're going to walk on the land a little while later. Well, it's going to make a big difference. Anybody see what I'm talking about? So they got up on the day of Pentecost, and he told the world, everybody thought the people was drunk. He said, listen, these people ain't drunk. They're just praising the Lord because of the promise. I'll put this more version, because the power of the Holy Spirit fell on that day of Pentecost, and he knew Jesus Christ had victory. If he knew Jesus Christ had victory, he knew he could have victory too. You know what I'm talking about? So my challenge is to you as we close. Sometime we're going to get out <laughs> and do something. Maybe it's not, maybe not comfortable. But if it's Christ leading you, you'll make it. Or he'll help you through it. Let's stand together. Anybody want to come and pray for any reason this morning? Anybody at all needs to come and pray? Every head bowed, every eye closed for just a moment. Anybody slip up your hand? Does they want to come and pray? Someone's coming and pray. Just come on. We need to be a prayer, amen. I know they come and pray. Sister Nona Sue needs your prayers very much. Sister Joan. Amen. Anybody else want to come to this prayer time right now? Amen. They're still coming. Amen. Amen. Right where you're at, let's bow our heads we pray. Father, today in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you thanking you today for your word today, Father. We pray now, Father, for these sisters that come out right now and pray and lifting their voice up to you today, Father. We know that you know what's on their hearts. We know that you hear this prayer this morning, Father. We just uplift them to you right now in the name of Jesus Christ today, Father. We pray for our sister today, Sue, Father, today, that you reach down and be your will. Just reach down and touch your body, Father, and just heal that that disease or whatever it may be, Father, today, and just reach down and touch. It'll be with Sister Joan today, Father, and with all those that's sick today, Father. I ask you to be with my wife today, Father. Just touch her today in a special way today, Father. And Father, those that lifted their hands today, touch that today in a special way today, Father. And I thank you so much for this word that we've heard today, Father. You give us courage today to step out when we need to today, Father. We know you're not going to let us down, Father, today. Sometimes we let ourselves down, but we know that you're not going to let us down today, Father. And Father, we're just going to claim victory from these prayers that have been prayed today, Father, because we know that you're listening. They said we're two or three are good. You've been in our midst today, and we believe that today, Father. And Father, we're going to give you praise and glory. We're going to be praising glory for Jesus. Let me pray. And God, people said, Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Your prayers. Continue to pray for those that's praying. Amen. God bless you. Thank you.